This is The Efficiency Point, a podcast from Modern Pumping Today magazine. I'm MPT editor Jay Campbell, along with our producer Seth Saunders. You can find us online at mptmag.com. Please rate, review, and subscribe to the show on any of your favorite podcast apps. On today's show, we speak with Ben Keezer from Applied Flow Technology on the critical importance of proper pump selection. Also, we look ahead to the June MPT uh, issue and look at some headlines. Uh, but before that, uh, you know, we are a business-to-business magazine, and that is the audience of our podcast as well. So we know we're talking to a very niche market. Uh, but if you've watched the news any time this week, you know that the biggest story going around is not just the COVID-19 pandemic, but also in pretty much every metropolitan city in America, there are people out in the streets protesting against uh, police violence. There are curfews in place. Uh, we know that our audience, probably not the people out there uh, marching in the streets, but they probably are your kids, your loved ones. A lot of the companies we do business with are headquartered in these large metropolitan areas throughout the country. Uh, so if you have loved ones out there, hey, we're rooting for you. Stay safe. Be kind to one another because uh, ultimately we're all we've got. And uh, so hang in there. And now on to the very important pump news, which is not going to be covered on CNN or what have you. Um, two new reports came out this week assessing the early effects of the COVID-19 pandemic on the pump industry, uh, specifically on the industrial pump rental market. Due to the high front-end costs, renting an industrial pump is a smart choice for many end-users who may not have a consistent need for these uh, equipment, or they may not have applications that require such large uh, pumping services all the time throughout the year. Uh, The increasing benefits of pump rentals uh, have been instrumental in driving the growth of the market overall. Uh, Two groups, Fact Market Research, or FactMR, as well as uh, Technavio, have released uh, two different reports. One, FactMR's Intelligent Industrial Pump Market Insights Report uh, summarized info from 2018 to 2020, which includes a a lot of the uh, pandemic effects on the the global market and is forecasted out to 2025. Uh, Technavio has released its own specifically focused uh, COVID-19 Outlook and Impact Report, which uh, forecasts from today out to 2024, or the next you know, four years. Uh, both of these reports have tried to segment out the market into uh, different applications, both in chemical processing to water and wastewater, industrial and municipal, and try to give a, uh, a larger reach into uh, what people can expect if you're entering into the pump market or trying to make uh, decisions on where to spend uh, your capital going forward over the next couple of years. Now, like I said, a lot of these uh a lot of these industrial pumps have a huge uh, high-end market cost, and you may not have the uh, ability right now due to the pandemic and its economic effects to uh, uh, depreciate that purchase over time. So if you're looking to get into the pump rental market, you'll probably want to take a look at one or both of these reports. We'll have a, a link to both of them in our show notes for this episode. Another uh, ongoing uh, response to the pandemic is that uh, educational training is taking place uh, more and more online. The Hydraulic Institute is no different. It's continuing to offer educational training, even at a time of social distancing. HI's Pump Systems Optimization Live Virtual Course 
will take place on July 15th and will be worth a total of seven professional development hours. So if you're a professional out there looking to uh, to get uh, your uh, education units uh, in, but it's difficult to travel to different events, or if uh, one of the events that you usually go to has been canceled over the summer, this will be a great opportunity for you. The course offers participants the same instructors, training systems, course materials, personal support, and face-to-face engagement with instructors and other participants that you might have found in a conventional classroom, except now it will be done completely online. Uh, In the majority of pumping systems, the energy added to the working fluid by the pump is much, much greater than that required by the process of moving it itself. That excess energy added to the system not only increases costs, it generates heat, noise, vibration, all of those things that move down the line into uh, eventual maintenance costs. The goal of this HI course is to understand how pump optimization can be identified, minimize and reduce the expense, and also educate pump users on the variables that influence the performance of a pump system. If you're interested in signing up for this course, we'll have a link for it in the show notes, or you can go to the uh, Hydraulic Institute's webpage as well. Ben Kieser is Technical Sales Consultant for Applied Flow Technology. Founded in 1993, AFT is a leader in the pipe flow modeling software market and offers a comprehensive line of products for the analysis and design of piping and ducting systems. He joins us today to discuss the critical importance of proper pump selection and offer his insight on selecting the right pump for your application. Uh, Ben, thanks for taking time to talk with us today. My pleasure. Thank you very much for having me. Now, before we get started into talking about how to find the right pump, uh, what are some of the dangers that can occur from mismatching a pump for a job? Well, there's a a number of ways that you can have uh, mismatching, and uh, typically you can have pumps that might be undersized for a particular application. That might be where the plant operation has expanded beyond the capacity of what the original pipes were initially sized to be able to meet, or you can have oversized pumps that are able to provide too much uh, flow capacity, and hence the flow would need to be throttled down somehow, and both of those situations can cause issue. If a pump is undersized for a particular application, then it's just not going to provide the required head flow that the system needs. Uh, The system will be starved for flow, and uh, the uh, pump may not be operating close to its best efficiency point, and that can cause vibration issues, uh, recirculation issues, cavitation. Uh, You'll start to see various uh, problems that begin to creep into the pump as well as the system. So that's kind of the domino oversized effect that can... Pump. I'm sorry, that's, that's sort of the domino effect that can happen if you're uh, having a, a mismatched pump. There's kind of a domino effect through the whole system. Oh, absolutely. And uh, under or oversizing pumps to be the, the, you know, a similar type of problem where uh, people will oversize the pump 
planning for future expansion uh, where more flow would be necessary, but then they would have to control the flow uh, for current needs. And uh, with having a control valve, it's like driving your car with your foot on the gas and the brake pad at the same time. The pump is just, it's not operating close to where it's supposed to be. And that can cause the same type of vibration issues and, and other problems in addition to just wasted energy going right out the door. And so it's really important to make sure that uh, the right pump is selected for uh, the right application. And you recommend using uh, flow analysis software instead of just sizing the pump by hand. Is that right? Yes. And the reason why is because when you use a flow analysis software tool, it greatly expands your ability to understand your system much further than a simple hand calculation would be. Uh, a hand calculation, you know, it wouldn't be too difficult to determine what, you know, discharge pressure you need on the pump in order to meet a certain flow demand. That's a pretty straightforward calculation. But when you start asking things about uh, other types of operating scenarios, what if you need to have multiple pumps operating at the same time, or if you don't have, uh, or if you have situations where the flow is not needed as much, or uh, how does the system interact when flow changes throughout the day? Uh, there are so many other operating scenarios that can occur where when you're just calculating one thing by hand, you're not getting much out of that. And so, you know, with sophisticated flow analysis tools, you can do so much more than just looking at the pump itself. You can see how it's going to actually perform in the system that it's serving, as well as how it's going to operate when you start doing a whole bunch of other operating scenarios, closing various flow paths, isolating uh, various areas, uh, things like that. So what you're describing is that once you size the pump using the software, there should be a lot of benefits down the road by keeping that software on board, right? Oh, definitely. Um, existing systems is where full analysis software is really helpful because it can help pinpoint uh, potential issues in the system that have been uh, creeping up for a long time. and. Uh, a lot of times, operators will simply just fix the problem, where maybe the the problem is at the pump. You know, the seal keeps wearing out over and over, and they just keep replacing it. Well, you're spending all this time on uh, repair costs, where uh, without flow analysis software. If you don't know what else is going on in the system, you know maybe there's a internal bottleneck somewhere that's causing the pump to operate way far back on its curve, uh, far from the best efficiency point, and it starts vibrating like crazy. And so uh, if you only treat the symptom, you're going to have to keep doing repair after repair. And so uh, flow analysis allows users to uh, understand what's going on in the whole rest of the system. And at any time an operation needs to change or if you want to plan for an expansion, you can very quickly and easily see how those types of changes are going to impact the pump performance. So that's really going to help you take more of a, a total systems approach. Oh, absolutely. And a lot of times people 
don't do a system approach and it's lost profitability because they keep having to repair issue after issue. Uh, there's downtime and a lot of expense that goes along with that. And so, uh, it's, it's not a situation that, uh, operators want to be in for sure. Well, let's say I'm a pump operator and, uh, I want to take full advantage of, of a systems approach using flow analysis software. Uh, what should I look for in finding a, a good program? Well, one of the first things that you should look for is the uh, ease of usage and uh, how user-friendly the software is. Uh, to be able to get familiar enough with the software where you can start modeling a relatively simple system within an hour or so. And so things that you'd want to ensure is how well documented is the software? Um, does the uh, vendor you know, provide technical support? Uh, how fast is their re response times? How well do they know uh, systems outside of just the software itself? Uh, and so making sure that it's just a very well documented software tool. And then as far as uh, features go in the software, obviously, you know, pump sizing and, and modeling free FDs and, and control valves and things like that are really important. But really, uh, things like scenario management capability where, you know, you don't want to have to create a whole brand new file for every different operating instance that you're dealing with. Uh, it'd be really helpful to keep everything within the same model. And so having good scenario management capability is important. And, and beyond that, uh, if you can find one that has kind of a, a family tree sort of high and scenario, will those changes pass down to children's scenarios? And uh, if it does, then you've got a really good tool that's going to make it really effective for you to analyze all sorts of different scenarios with a great amount of ease and, and efficiency. So I should Other be able to run through a... Is, well, I'm, I'm sorry, Ben. I should be able to run through a lot of hypotheticals in the same pump system with my software, right? Absolutely, and and so uh, that's uh, you know what if analysis is extremely important, and so you can take full advantage of that if you have good scenario management capability, uh, including a transient modeling capability. Uh, it's not very often that a system is just going to be operating in one state all the time. Right. Uh, there's going to be changes throughout the day as flow demands change. Uh, you know, pumps come on and off, and so you want to be able to capture that transient behavior so that you can actually see how the system interacts. Maybe there's a uh, intermediate operating point somewhere that uh, causes cavitation somewhere in the system. Uh, maybe the flow is too high and the system just can't get that. Uh, so that would just be another scenario that you could look at. Um, other features are things like uh, global editing capability or the ability to uh, import various uh, model changes from Excel. Uh, anything that can be done to help uh, streamline and make your modeling process more efficient and effective is uh, things that you want to take into account and look for. So if I'm able to run those different scenarios 
look at them at the component level, I should be able to use flow analysis software to also assess the performance of those different components in the system, like a VFD or control valves or the power inputs, uh, anywhere up and down the line, right? Oh, definitely. Um, you know, if you've got control valves in your system and uh, you want to be able to see, you know, a particular flow demand to various users, you know, your your control valve is going to modulate to provide a certain set point and maybe that control valve fails. Uh, maybe it just it fills right open and there's no physical possible way for a control valve to meet its set point. That would indicate that you've got a problem and something needs to be adjusted uh, either in the system or maybe uh, the control valve needs to be replaced. Uh, you want to make sure that the control valve isn't, you know, operating in an area where it's almost all the way open or almost all the way closed. You want to have uh, some good margin there. And so uh, Phonos will sort of help you be able to see what that open percentage would be for the control valves to make sure you're uh, they're operating in a good uh, condition. Uh, you can also uh, determine if you have relief valves that might be chattering. Um, if they're not sized properly. And then for uh, VFDs, when you have a pump that's operating, it's a lot better to use a VFD or a VSD to be able to control the flow or pressure to your system that you need when the operating conditions and, and demands change because whenever you have that control valve, again, it's going to be just wasting energy right out the door like driving the car with your foot in the gas pedal and brake pad and so uh, with the flow analysis tool you'd be able to determine you know let's say uh, you don't need as much flow at a certain time what pump speed does my pump have to operate at in order to meet those conditions and you know that's something that a, a good flow analysis tool would be able to help you answer uh, for those types of cases well ben this is all uh very good information i'm sure our listeners are uh taking notes and and going to apply going forward uh before we wrap up here uh what else would you like to uh, stress about pump selection and uh, flow analysis software to the listeners? Well, there is a, uh, a story that I would like to tell really quick. I uh, have the opportunity to be able to travel a lot and uh, do lunch and learns and, and meet with clients and uh, engineering companies and owners and operators. And a couple of years ago, I did a two-week road trip through the South, and I met with several chemical plants and refineries while I was down there. And at one particular refinery, uh, the one of the senior engineers came over to me and told me a situation that they recently encountered where they were trying to put two new heat exchangers into service. And so he had asked their upper-level management, did they do a flow analysis on this first to make sure that it was going to work? And the response from upper management was not just, no, we didn't do one. It was actually, no, we decided not to do one. Wait, wait, they, did, For they whatever decided they might have had. And they, they they decided not to do so they had they had the tools there but chose not to use them. Yeah. 
exactly. They had the, the tools and, and everything was all set up and they just, for whatever reason, maybe it was a, a time constraint or something and they decided not to go to the effort of doing a full analysis and sure enough, what happened? Well, they uh, opened up the flow paths to the new heat exchangers and neither of the heat exchangers got anywhere near the flow that they needed because the pumps were already completely maxed out serving everything else in the system. And so the moral of the story is, you know, take the time uh, to do the analysis because uh you want to know if it's even physically and mathematically possible uh, for something to happen. It's not as simple as just turning on a hose and expecting water to come out. Uh, There's a lot more that goes into it than that. All the more reason that, uh, that these tools are are proving their worth and showing benefits out in the field. Um, Ben, thank you again for taking the time to speak with us today. Uh, uh, How can people find more about applied flow technology and, and your services online? Well, our website is www.aft.com, Alpha Frank Tango, and we are also very well represented all around the world with over 40 channel partners uh, in many countries, and our channel partners are very well versed in our software and provide local technical support and training. Uh, We do the same at AFT, and all of our contact information is on our webpage, and we provide several training seminars, both at our facility and on-site at customer locations, and we're located in Colorado Springs, Colorado, here in the United States, and so uh, if anyone is ever in the area, please be sure to stop by and say hi. It'll definitely be worth it, and uh, Ben, it's always a pleasure speaking with you, and uh, we hope to have you on the show again. Likewise, I'm looking forward to it. Thank you very much. Take care. Our June issue will be out soon, and it's a special one. In this month's SWAPA Insight column, SWAPA Executive Director Adam Stolberg pulls together input from different SWAPA member companies to provide a submersible wastewater pump buyer's guide. As we head into the last quarter of fiscal year 2020, many people will be laying out their purchasing budgets for 2021. Before you start window shopping, uh, you might want to keep a copy of the June issue handy to help you with your selection process. And speaking of wastewater, uh, our water and wastewater solutions section includes a submission from the International Code Council, which is uh, presenting an article advocating for greater water efficiency standards in new buildings and announces their partnership with setting up regulations through the EPA. Uh, If you're not a current subscriber to the uh, magazine, please go to mptmag.com, click on the subscribe tab, and you can start your 12-month free subscription with our June issue. This has been The Efficiency Point, a podcast from MPT Magazine. Follow us on Twitter at ModPumpMag for updates on our next episode. Today's episode was produced by Seth Saunders. I'm your host, Jay Campbell. Stay safe, and thank you for listening.